Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Quack Report. Carter and Nate here to talk everything Ducks hockey and whatever else we feel like because this is our show and we can do whatever we want. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Hello again, Lindsay. We're doing just fine. How are you today? Well, wait. I feel like Dora the Explorer. Whenever I I'm doing good. I have to ask <laughs> one of our listeners a question. <laughs> and how are you doing, Nate, in the meantime? I'm doing good. I'm surprisingly... I've Okay, I've never been sore from playing golf before. But something... I, I mean, at least I want to think it's golf, unless I like just slept funny or that. But I'm just like sore in like the lower right part of my back. And I don't know why, but other than that, I'm pretty good. Nice. See, I'd love to be able to tell you why, but I have zero (laughs) knowledge about how the human body works. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hey, buddy, how's it going? Um, Yeah, I mean, yeah, how are you doing? We'll get get to that first. (laughs) Yeah, fine. I I have not gone golfing, so I'm not sore or done any physical (laughs) activity for that matter. Fair enough. (laughs) Um, yeah, really nothing too crazy. I guess I finished my test, my last exam on Friday. Woo! So nice job. I've just been playing lots of video games and sleeping in late. So there you go. Great. I mean, that's the way to do it, right? <laughs> yeah. Lindsay says, uh, I've had every emotion in the book this week, but doing well now. That's good to hear. Doing well is always good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lindsay's a, uh, is a fellow flames fan as well. And she was a big David Riddick fan. So, uh, the trade to Toronto wasn't uh, wasn't too fun for her, I'd say. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, but oh man, yeah, oh, that's really getting me. <laughs> <laughs> into I don't an know old if I can go here. on, Coach. I don't know if I can go on. <laughs> <laughs> Playable injury, come on. Oh, uh, it was a. I mean, it was luckily only my first game of the year, but it was terrible. <laughs> I was playing a par three, I guess, with one par four hole i shot a 47 that was yeah that's not good rough <laughs> on nine holes i'm assuming hey yeah on nine so holes should be like a 20 by like 28 i guess 20... if there was a par four yeah something like that so yeah, yeah it was not, not ideal uh, not ideal well okay so we went to um i guess it was the course that we went to last year um the uh the one just across like mary mcgrath and mm-hmm. whatever yep um and that first hole right it's what, 60 yards maybe? If that. Like you could hit yeah. it with a pitching wedge, no problem. I could, I could throw the ball further than I could probably hit it with a golf club. Exactly. Still might have a chance of getting a hole in one. <laughs> I put it about an inch off the green, just a little short, but, you know, simple chip and whatever. And, yeah, I five-putted it or four-putted it, whatever. <laughs> oh, it was God. horrible. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, not ideal. Not yeah, that ideal. was just a great start to the game. And, I mean, like I had a few bogeys that kind of made up for it and like definitely some good shots and that sort of thing um on that par four though i decided okay you know what because i went to the driving range the day before and was actually practicing with my driver my driver sucks by the way like <laughs> it, even in uh, golf academy throughout high school my instructor and i we could never figure out why i sliced it so hard and like like we you know did slow-mo video tried to take a look and everything couldn't figure it out no idea so I was just trying other things at the driving range and I did kind of figure it out. Like my, my girlfriend was at the little station, I guess, beside me. And I was like, if I can figure out this slice, I can hit it 225, 250 before it hits the ground. No problem. I'm like, I just got to figure out this fucking slice. Sure enough, I had a couple shots that I managed to get straight. I'm like, okay, just try to remember what you did for those. And yeah, they're the one I hit the 250 sign. So nice. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but yeah, so anyway, pulled it out on that par four i'm like okay can make this work right it's a straight drive should be all right and you know even just aim it a little bit to the right uh just in case i get that bit of a slice and it should Mm -hmm. be okay now i hit it off the fucking toe it just straight out through a tree into the water (laughs) (laughs) so i'm like okay i'm taking a mulligan on this i pull out the hybrid (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's a that's a good call probably yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, well, you got the first one out of the way. That's that's all that matters. Yeah, you exactly. Had a, you had a warm-up nine, and now now you're good for the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At least the first game wasn't against you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Golf is, is weird to me. 
like the way the way I experience golf, anyways. That's fair. <laughs> not well, not in the same drunk, normally drunk. <laughs> well, I mean that that could be part of what happens, but um, no, like with with most things, I need to like warm up a bit, and then I'm usually like, um, or, yeah, I'm like usually okay by the end. Like I'm talking over a whole season, like in a nine holes, I'm like garbage on the first one. I really pick it up in hole eight, and then in yeah. hole nine, I usually get a par, and then we're done. But yeah. <laughs> but throughout the whole season, I like start off pretty good, and then by the end of the season, I'm just awful. I, I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's like I'm almost like ducks hockey. I I start yeah, off makes- okay, show some promise, and then you're like, what the fuck's going on by the end of it? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's just yeah. I don't know. Yeah, golf is a weird game in that sense, right? Like it's yeah. all just it's almost just like a timing thing. So, yeah. but playing golf drunk is a good time i honestly i can't remember a time i played golf sober i like i I know i did it when i was you know 10 12 14 but i don't remember what that was like it can't have been that fun (laughs) i play see i played yesterday's round sober i know with playing beer pong like i actually have to be i gotta be a good buzz to actually Mm -hmm. do well and i mean like you've seen me when i'm going i guess remember the one night that i shot like there was like just six straight and uh, and that was just as uh, as celeb shots. That wasn't even our own game. Yeah. <laughs> and so maybe that's what I need to do for golf. I need to get like a good buzz, then I'll be fucking Hawkeye out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's there's a, a few I, I guess sports. Well, I guess you can call them sports because I was going to start off with beer pong. That's why I did the quotes. But yeah. Then I was going to say golf and pool, which are like actually sports. Um, yeah. yeah the, like those ones. I, I don't know how the pros do it. Like they they've got to be drunk. Right. Like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I can't imagine playing pool not drunk in a bar. Like, yeah. If I, I if I'm playing it at my parents' house sober, it's not fun. Like, what? Yeah. Pool is another game that like I'm surprisingly good at when I've had a few for some reason. There was mm-hmm. uh, it was a buddy of ours' birthday party, and we we went to Ralph's that night, and it was our friend Nathan was the DD. I remember. And we were talking before, like, oh, we should play some pool and that sort of thing. I'm about, I think by the time we got to the bar, I was about 10 drinks in. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty well cut. And so I'm like, you know what? Let's play a game of pool. Why not? And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah, this will be nothing. Uh, I think he still had five balls on the table by the time I beat him. <laughs> <laughs> and he was sober. So. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> we got uh, Brian without tab here or, or without AB. So. Wait, what? I, I got confused by the username. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> he's saying drunk curling is awesome. That would actually be kind of funny to watch. <laughs> not going to lie. I'd probably do. I'd probably smack my head on the ice, but <laughs> I feel like that could be entertaining. I said I always wanted to uh, to hop in net after like half a Mickey or something like that just to see how I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, he clarified Brian without a B. Oh, not without a B. Uh, got it. <laughs> All right. I'm stupid. It's Sunday. It's yeah. I was going to say it's Sunday morning, but it's like quarter after one where we are. So it's not really Sunday morning anymore. No, you it? just haven't had your coffee yet. So. <laughs> yeah, I just haven't had my coffee or my Red Bull, whatever. That's what I got. <laughs> um, I'm getting there, people. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. You're catching up. Uh, yeah. Should we get into some Ducks hockey then? Yeah, let's do it. All right. All right, a couple games to talk about. First one is the second half of this series against San Jose, 4-1 win. Uh, the next one will be the game against Vegas, which was the 4-0 loss. Um, so you can really see how the Ducks season is going <laughs> pretty much in a nutshell right there. Do we um, just want to blend the two games together? Like, I think so. Yeah, we might as well because, I mean, really, what we did well in the first game, we did not do well in the second game and vice versa, so... At least in my opinion, and Nate's frozen, which is there. Awesome. We go I'm back. Oh, sick! <laughs> Luckily, it didn't cut out for too long on me. I still need to talk to my internet provider. This is rough. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I agree. Let's let's blend these two together. So um, you had a couple points you wanted to make, so I'll let you kick it off, and we'll go from there. Yeah. So basically, I had two points in our outline here. First one, we did great with pretty much everything. I would say. In that second San Jose game, not nearly as many shots against, played well defensively, got the shots on net. Um, as much as it was 
uh, I forget his name, but the San Jose goalie, that was his first, that was, in the, that was his NHL debut was this game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as much as we made him look bad, it's also, okay, it's your first game. So not to pick it up too, too much, but I mean, yeah. four goals is always nice. So take every, basically, I just imagine that Dallas Eakins was listening to our show and he's like, guys, we played four decent games straight, whether they were wins, losses, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, take everything that you did that was really, really good and throw it out the fucking window because this is the Anaheim Ducks organization and we do not win over the last few years. <laughs> yeah, we were trying to get the first overall pick. Please stop fucking winning. <laughs> Basically. And, um, just to uh, quickly circle yeah. back, that, that goaltender's <laughs> name is Joseph Coroner. Coroner, um, right. Yep. He's played... Actually, that wasn't his first NHL game. He did... Well, first oh, NH- first NHL debut. start, sorry. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, he looks like he came in in relief against LA on April 10th. Um, I guess yeah, he only faced seven shots with, and then yeah. came in in relief against Minnesota on the 17th, uh, faced four shots. So his first full start and game. So Yeah, fair enough. But yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, like how much experience, I guess, did he have before that? Then you, when did he say, or what did you say he came in? Or did you? Um. Like when did he come into the league or no into that game against Minnesota? Like his relief. The, oh, the, the um, uh, he faced seven shots, so probably pretty late. Um, yeah, probably third period. Uh, yeah, time on ice nineteen twenty six. So yeah, third, okay, so yeah, he's got third period. He's got just under a period of experience under his belt, and then got this start against us. So yeah, I guess as much as you know, it's it's nice to get the four goals. Like I said, you also have to take that with a grain of salt. That yeah, it's the guy's first game, but. At the same time, you're supposed to have what Brent Burns, Eric Carlson, and the rest of that supposedly really good San Jose defense in front of him. You would think it would look a little bit better, but ideally, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll, but yeah, we'll take anyway, it though. yeah. Basically, take everything that you did good, throw it out the fucking window. And it was, I mean, like I, I feel really bad for two different, I'll say, groups of people. The first one, and we'll get into this a little bit more, I think, John Gibson. It's his Mm -hmm. first game back after getting a couple days off, right? And Alex Stalock was playing well. So, yeah, you're you're supposed to be the big man on campus. You got to follow that up. And uh, your team in front of you is not giving you any help whatsoever. You could see the frustration in his body language, on his face. The fact that John Gibson went out, like, to the – the face-off circles essentially to try to block off a guy, right? Like mm-hmm. you don't normally see that type of reckless play from him. But I think at that, like he was at the, he was at fuck it at that point, right? Yeah. Of just okay, no one's going to help me. I'm going to do as much as I can myself. Then, pretty much. And yeah. uh, the other group I feel bad for, the fans that were in attendance for the first game oh, at Honda yeah. Center in just over 400 days. Yeah. And they saw that absolutely abysmal Just, game where, what was here? Let's, I'll pull up the shots here. I'm sure they w- would have rather watched a, a homeless dude just take a dump on center ice. Yeah, because that's honestly. that's essentially what it was. <laughs> yeah, a 51 to 16 shot on goal game in favor of Vegas. Yeah, that's like just awful. completely abysmal. Like. Like that, it's honestly That's impressive. <laughs> it's impressive, but it's horrid. Yeah. Like I, I mean, at least the I, Ducks fans got to see a historic Vegas Golden Knights game. Like that's probably the most shots they've ever gotten a game. I kind of wonder, actually, might be something to take a look at. But uh, oh yeah, here yeah. Dave from the uh, the Vegas podcast chiming in here. Yeah, twenty three to three in the second. It was horrendous. I think I said. I had deleted the tweet just because I had a record wrong in mm-hmm. there. Uh, so a little bit of false information. But I believe um, that it was like halfway through the game, Gibson was on pace for 56 saves or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was just ridiculous. So, Yeah. I, I mean, you got some stats here. I don't know if you want to pull those up now. Uh, yeah, sure. We're so, talking about it, so it's a good time. But. Yeah, we're yeah taking a look here. Uh, John Gibson actually does hold the record for the most saves in a game with 51 out of 54 in a 4-3 shootout win against the Philadelphia Flyers in 2017. But John Gibson now holds four different spots in the top 10 for most saves in a regular season game 
uh, number 10 there, I have it highlighted, uh, was the game against Vegas just the other night. Mm-hmm. Which, with it's 47, insane. Like, yeah, 47 it, saves on 51 shots. With you a let 922 in, save percentage. Yeah, you let in four <laughs> goals. Yeah, and you still get a 922. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. But ne- which you never I think, see that. Which I think just shows how good John Gibson is and not... it's. It's not a reflection necessarily on him with how bad the team is doing, right? Yeah, he rarely puts up anything lower than a nine twenty. Yeah, exactly. And if he does, it's for the most part, I'd say it's the team in front of him. It's mm-hmm. not, uh, you know, it's not him. Like he doesn't really have an off night, and if he does, he's at nine hundred for the most part. So yeah, yeah, but, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's just a that's just a rough look. Like I feel so bad for him. Like I said, I feel bad for the fans that were in attendance as well um i'll see if i can pull up uh his twitter name here just to give him the shout out but i think the most comedic part the most entertaining part about that night was on twitter i think when um oh god let me see i think it was eric yeah so eric Payne uh at eric t Payne on twitter um i'll see if i can show it here in in the camera, put it on the solo layout here. So this is his profile picture. This is how he went dressed to that game the other night with a it's picture perfect. of uh, Bob Murray, the GM of the Anaheim Ducks, with a clown nose taped over his Anaheim Ducks jersey and wearing a bag over his head. The most entertaining part about that night was that he posted a video of him walking past Bob Murray in the concourse of Honda Center and saying hi to him and Bob Murray having to look at that. <laughs> <laughs> like was one of the greatest things about that night and Ducks fans were just like around it. It was good. So it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's nothing better than chirping your general manager yeah. live at a game. It's perfect. Oh, like God, it's it's horrible. I, I uh, not not to say that I want anybody to lose their job, but Murray has to go, I think. Right, like doesn't he? I think so. I, yeah. I, I, I think well, we'll get into this more maybe in the off season, um, or maybe not, depending on how quickly uh, ownership gets, go. gets, <laughs> gets, gets their shit together. But, um, but I, I think that Eakins um, is not a bad coach, at least for right now. I, I know that when you get rid of a general manager, generally the coach goes as well, whether yeah. it's the general manager's choice or the ownership's just like everybody out kind of thing yeah. um but i i wouldn't mind say seeing eakins back just under a new general manager I, I don't think he's the coach that'll take us to a stanley cup but i think he's fantastic at developing and working with the young guys um i know maybe zegris might be an exception but we'll see what happens next season but i, I honestly still have faith in in dallas mm. eakins i don't know what you think but yeah there's definitely some questionable decisions that make me kind of eh on him mm-hmm. um just with the yeah. lineup and everything like that. But, and that's, you know, Zegris to other guys as well. So, mm-hmm. and the one thing that kind of stuck out to me is we have, oh God, we were just talking about it like three weeks left in the season. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Jakob Silverberg after the game was talking about how the last couple of weeks they've really had consistent lineups. But like only the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Like you're telling me it's like with a month and a half left in the season that you're finally figuring out your lineup. Like that's you, you can't even blame. Oh, we didn't have a preseason or like anything like that anymore. That's just you fucking around with the lineup so much, right? Uh, do you, like, how much of that do you think might be intentional though? See, just seeing who works together. Like, okay, we I know now that say Henrik Zegers and Terry work together. Um, well, let's keep them together for a few games and now let's shake things up. See if they they work with anybody else. I mean, if it works, though, don't you want to keep it? Not if you don't really care about the season. I guess. But, I mean, remember as well, though, before the season started, we were being told that this is a team that's competitive or that's supposed to try to win. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know how you can believe that. But Feelings here, I think, and yeah. thoughts. I, I don't know, so. just... It just it just makes sense to me. Like if you've got a bunch of young guys that you don't really know who they have chemistry with or what kind yeah. of player they are or are turning into, um, like uh, next year, I think we would probably see Zegris, Terry, and Henrique together to start the year. But what happens mm. if say Terry's out for a couple weeks? Then you got a 
figure out, okay, like who does Zegris and Henrique um, work best with? Like, so, cause you have to fill that hole on what's presumably yeah. your, one of your top six um, or one of your top two lines. See, I think I'd make exception for about the first four weeks because mm-hmm. in that we played two, five, nine, 13 games. I'll, I'll make exception for the first 13 games, but after mm-hmm. that, you would think that you have a pretty good idea of what you have. So you should, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like I said, like there's, there's just, there's definitely been questionable decisions and that mm-hmm. sort of thing, which kind of makes me wonder. Like you said, though, he is great at developing, right? Mm-hmm. There's a reason he did so well down in San Diego. And, you know, we had players coming up who were, for the most part, ready to go, right? Yeah. But it's just trying to, you know, figure a couple things out. Mm-hmm. I think he's better for down there. For some reason, it just doesn't work up in the NHL. Yeah. Um, I mean, it didn't work for him in Edmonton. Um, and he had a Mm-hmm. decent roster there. I mean, not great by any means, but... Yeah. It was I similar say, to Anaheim's where it was a young, say, unproven yeah. roster. Yeah, I would say it was at least filled with more talent than Anaheim's. And that's Offensive not talent, it, yeah. Yeah, that's not taking a diss on Anaheim by any means. It's just, you know, mm-hmm. the Edmonton Oilers did have some decent, like, drafting moves and that sort of thing, but then they would just yeah. throw it away. So, um, but yeah, I, I think he's better suited in the AHL. For sure. So if he does get released uh, or fired this summer, I hope he finds a job again soon, um, wherever, or even as an assistant coach, honestly. But I oh, don't yeah. think he should be the guy that's steering the ship. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah, I, I think I like him with the Ducks organization. I really liked how he's handled Terry and Drysdale mm-hmm. this season. Um, yeah, but I, like I, like you said too, he's not a great coach, and if he sticks around for more than a couple of years, I. I don't think that's the right move, but yeah. Um, well, I mean, this year is already the second, is it not? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, a couple but, more years. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had there was something else I wanted to bring up. I don't remember what it was, but um, oh yes, okay. I don't want to sound like I'm making making excuses for the the four nothing loss and the only sixteen shots on goal. Um, I, I just want your opinion and maybe anyone else who's still kicking around in the comments. But I know the Ducks just got their COVID shots a couple of days before this game. Um, and there's, you know, side effects with that, stiffness, aching, general nausea, nausea or... Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's the right word. Um, just stuff like that. Do you think that had any effect on on the performance? Because, like, it was awful. Like, you got to be trying, either trying to be that bad or there's something else at play here. Like, do you, do you think that had any effect or do you think it's... It could definitely play a factor, I would say. I'm not going to give full blame to that, but also mm-hmm. what day was... What day was that that they got their shots? Was that I, I thought it was, game or, the, or was it before San Jose, I thought? I don't... I, I don't know. <laughs> That's why I'm, I'm just kind of asking. Um, but I thought it was like the day after the San Jose game. So then... Yeah. Okay. This, so yeah, that'd be Thursday. They played on Friday then. Yeah, that could be it, honestly. So mm-hmm. I think it'll be interesting to see. Uh, well, I mean, the team plays in uh, 32 minutes here uh, against Vegas again. Hopefully, feeling a lot better. So yeah, I I think this will kind of show maybe what that was. Hopefully, so yeah. But yeah, if yeah, you I, if you I, are watching, we're gonna try to wrap this up so that we can all go watch uh, the game here at uh, 1 p.m. Pacific. Um, trying to keep it a little bit shorter. So, yeah, um, uh, yeah. I think in the interest of keeping it short, um, let's uh, let's take a quick break now, and then on the other side, we'll uh, we'll wrap up the rest of the show. Unless you have anything to mention about these last couple games here. Uh, j- well, I mean, we we had our newest acquisition of uh, Hayden Flurry playing oh, in the last couple of games. I thought he actually looked pretty good, and he looked mm-hmm. really good actually against Vegas. I'd say you know if yeah. there was a player of the game. He's up there for sure. I, I thought he was noticeable, which is mm-hmm. kind of what you want from that defensive defenseman. Yeah, just, exactly. just to be noticeable. So he was noticeable, but he was offensively unnoticeable. Like he mm-hmm. was getting chances. They may not have hit the net, unfortunately, but he was getting chances. So he, he was yeah, looking sure. good, and it's it's promising so far, at least. So yeah, yeah, I think maybe he's given given a little bit more offensive responsibility here in Anaheim, which. Might be good to see because I think he does have that upside, just doesn't always get the chance to to show it. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Um, 
Oh, sorry. We just had a quick question here from uh, Dave from the Vegas Nightly Podcast. Uh, first or second shots? It was their first shot, I believe. So, and it sounds uh, like oh, that. Yeah. yeah, for like the COVID vaccine, which it sounds like that first shot is the is the real kicker first. So, mm-hmm. but yeah. Um, Again, at the same time, we're not making excuses. I just, yeah, not I'm making excuses. Generally curious. I don't. I don't really know anyone that's gotten the COVID vaccine, so I don't know exactly what it's like. But yeah. Um, all I know, though, is that if you're having those feelings of, you know, achiness or you're not feeling great, that actually means it's working. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll just I'll just leave it at that. It's working. Sure. So, but yeah. All right, we can head into the break then, quick. Yeah, sure. Um, Sweet. Here we go. I'm James, and I'm Andy. And we host the Broadway Boys Podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. The youth movement is on in New York. So join us every Monday and Thursday as we cover the next generation of blue shirts on their quest towards the Stanley Cup. From breaking down games and providing updates on Rangers prospects to covering news from around the hockey world, the Broadway Boys Podcast has got you covered. We may not always agree, but where would the fun in that be? And the Lemieux dropped the gloves. We're a podcast for the people, and we want to feature just that, you, the fans. Have a question you want answered or a take you just need to get off your chest? Reach out to us on Twitter at Broadway Boys Pod and we will address it on the podcast and make sure that your voice is heard. And this one will last a lifetime! So what are you waiting for? Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts today and join us as we bring the action from the garden straight to your ears only on the Hockey Podcast Network. Man, hearing that uh, Rangers goal horn, that actually took me back to uh, my visit to New York. Got to go oh, to yeah. uh, the Rangers versus Canucks. And that is something else, actually, to be part of that chant uh, during the goal song. It, mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun, honestly. Yeah, that'd be cool. That's definitely one of the places I want to end up going to a game. Such a beautiful yeah. building, honestly. Yeah. MSG down in Vegas, a- Anaheim, obviously. Those are kind of the three, mm-hmm. really the only other three arenas I, I would care to go see. I've hit two of those. Holy shit. Yeah, the only one I haven't hit is Honda Center yet. Yeah. So, but yeah, that'd be a fun one. And also Staples Center. I feel like that'd be a fun environment too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just with like a lot of the celebrity presence as well. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I I really go to a game anywhere. I don't know. Yeah, honestly. But um, but those are kind of the three, I think, big ones right now that that everyone wants to go to. How many NHL rings have you been to, actually? Just Just the the two. two. Yeah. Just Just Calgary and Edmonton. Yeah. So what have I had then? I've had Calgary, Edmonton, Vegas, New York. Yeah, okay, I think it's just those four. Mm-hmm. Still pretty cool though. <laughs> yeah, it's something, anyways. More than more than most people probably get to see. So. Yeah, there's those people though that'll like travel with a team and go to like all 31 arenas in one oh, the, season. Those yeah, people so cool. are nuts. But I like I'd love to have the money to be able to do that. That'd be so yeah. much fun. If if I'm retired and just fucking loaded and yeah. <laughs> don't give a shit about my grandkids because they suck, then I'm doing that 100. <laughs> percent Yeah, I'm down to go with you. I'll follow whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. But honestly, I, I, yeah. By that time, it might be 36 teams. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even care who we'd follow. Like, just pick pick some random team. I don't care if it's Buffalo. Like, it'd just yeah. be cool to go. <laughs> There's still going to be everyone. dog shit when we're retired. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, Just follow oh. Buffalo, not to cheer them on, but to cheer just for the every team they play against. <laughs> <laughs> you buy the jersey for every other team just to win <laughs> that game. Yeah, you're already getting ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> You just got to get oh. Sabres, Sabres suck on the back of each jersey. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be, that'd be horrid. <laughs> yeah. um, oh. So let's, uh, let's tie it back to, to some ducks instead of shitting on the Sabres again because we're not um, too much better. At, okay, sure. As we went into the break, we did have the lineup released for the game in uh, 25 minutes here. Would you like to sure. hear it? I would, yeah. All right. 
uh, first line forward, Henrique's uh, centering Heinen and Silverberg. Getzlaff centering Jones and Terry. Steele centering Comtois and Raquel. And Grant centering Delorier and Volkov. Defensive pairings are Drysdale and Manson. Fowler, Larson, and Fleury, Shattenkirk. John Gibson will be starting in net. That's that's pretty much as expected. So, yeah, I, I mean, I understand he's only played a few games, but I'd like to see Volkov a little bit higher than fourth. I, I think he's found some good chemistry with with yeah. Grant, and it's just the nature of of the beast there. Sorry, is, yeah, is Comtois out of the lineup? Uh, no, Comtois on the third line with Steele and Raquel. Oh, okay, I must have missed that. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, it's. I don't know. Like I, I honestly like to see maybe those two lines just a little bit higher up. Like Troy Terry's been doing great, obviously, but like mm-hmm. as far as I can recall off the top of my head, let me just make sure of this. Uh, Comtois is still the leading goal scorer, and you have him on your third line. Yeah, uh, yeah, twelve goals, and uh, also the current point leader with twenty six, uh, twenty six points. Um. But you have him on your third line. That's kind of the you know questionable decisions that I was referring to earlier. Yeah, I mean so. at this point you might as well just see who's working together. Play your guys yeah. up and down the lineup. Like I guess. Uh, but yeah. also, if you want to give your future some confidence, outside of yeah, congratulations, you're leading in goals and points. Mm-hmm. Here's some first line minutes, right? Yeah. So. And sorry, you said it's Raquel and Comtois with Steele at center on that line. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, maybe that's partially to get Steele going because he's been kind of. I mean, I think he's been yeah, injured for part of the season, or if not most of it. But yeah, so maybe well, it's, it's it's trying to yeah, get Raquel and Comtois, our, our two best offensive guys, trying to get something out of Steele. This yeah, season. Steele almost scored in that uh, second San Jose goal, but that goal was called off because he pushed the uh, the goalie's pad into the net oh, as well. Yeah. Like at the same mm-hmm. time as the poke, so it got yeah. waved off, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I think he still looked okay, but it'd be nice to see him get some points and some confidence yeah, going into the season. He's actually converting on it. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that, that's interesting, too. Um, I'm not really surprised Gibson's starting. It would be nice to see what we have in Stellars, but I think I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself there. Yeah, fair enough. I guess, <laughs> do you want to just get into it? Yeah, sure, might as well. All right. So we will do our, oh, hold on. I'm getting confused here. Share oh, no, I like when I'm bigger than you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we actually have a timer this time for the... Uh, Hell yeah. Uh, the on-the-clock little mini segment that we started. So uh, for this episode, at least, uh, I posed the question, what should the Ducks do with John Gibson for the rest of the season in terms of you know, his playing time and that sort of stuff, kind of what role he should maybe be in just for the rest of the season. So... Uh, Carter, let me know when you are ready to go. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. All right. Three, two, one, go. Yeah. So, I mean, we've kind of talked about it before, but I think um, you really have to see what you have in Stellars and Dostal, and it doesn't hurt to give Miller a couple extra starts to try and get that record there. Um, so, I mean, I'd, I'd really like to see Gibson uh, not play it or maybe only play a couple more. Um, just to see what you got in the rest of the guys, give Gibson a bit of a break and, um, you know, make, make him not want to leave. You also want to, you know, stock up on your chances of that first overall pick. So why try and win? Perfect timing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Give me a countdown. Okay. Three, and two, actually, one, go. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, okay. Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> while I'm doing my 30 seconds, fans, if like anyone watching, if you guys have any ideas of what the Ducks should do with John Gibson for the last uh, three weeks here of the season, let us know and we'll read them off here in a second. Uh, if not, we'll just continue on. So, all right, give me the countdown now. Okay, three, two, one, go. All right, so again, talking about questionable decisions, you have Staylock, who, yes, it's against San Jose, but he had one goal against in uh, two games. He was almost back-to-back shutouts he got scored on with two minutes left so i would like to see more from alex Stalock. if you know miller's trying to chase a little like a few more wins give him a couple more starts don't wear out gibson in a season that at this point means absolutely nothing didn't even need the full 30 seconds didn't even need that. it <laughs> so 
Oh, but yeah, like they, I don't know, they don't need to be playing him as often as they are right now, I don't think. No, I don't think so either. I mean, I guess Gibson wants to play maybe. Yeah, like I understand that, but you also have to think, like there's, you know, like, yeah, I get that he's a competitive guy and that sort of thing, but you have to also think about the team and moving forward, right? Yeah, so. yeah that's true. Yeah, no, I agree. But, um, I mean, they, they gave him a couple days off to, to play Stellars, so. Yeah. Yeah, at least they did There's that. one good so. decision, yeah. Yeah, but I just, I figured, you know, with Stellars playing so well, why wouldn't you try to play the hot hand unless you are trying to lose? But in that yeah. case, then, why are you putting John Gibson in that? Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, maybe the team, I guess the team does kind of play differently in front of Gibson. Like, they do. I, I think we were yeah. pretty solid defensively with Stellars in net. Um, mm. And now with, with John Gibson being back, they're like, you know what, we can we can chill a bit on the defense. Because yeah, but we got John Gibson oh, in that. <laughs> you need to keep up that type of defensive play. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't understand why teams don't get that. So it's... I, yeah, we're also. I think we're kind of defeating the purpose of the on the clock thirty second rule yeah. here by continuing to talk about it. But ah, now we're just yeah. continuing the conversation. <laughs> but yeah, all right. Uh, yeah, I guess that's that segment. Um, was there anything else we had? Oh, you got, yeah, our, got a few uh, our goals update here. Yeah. Um, well, before we get to that, actually, um, Hawk and Paul oh, yeah, um, with the Canes, uh, he he got his first goal yesterday with them. Uh, nice shot from the point off the face off, just through the defender's legs, beat. Whoever was in it, I think it was Saros, kind of high glove. Um, yeah, nice goal. Good to see him get one with the Canes there. Um, yeah, I, like like we talked about before, I'm sad to see Hawk and Paul go, but I still hope he does well with Carolina there. So. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, yeah, goals update now. Uh, so three games this last week. The first, a 7-4 win against the Ontario Reign, uh, followed by a 2-1 overtime win versus the Reign. Uh, and then a 5-1 loss. I believe that was last night against uh, Bakersfield. So I think the goals, I, I didn't check this, but I think they're still, I think they're like second in the division, potentially first. Um, sorry, I'm trying to find where I have the, there it is. Okay. Um, standings, that's what we want. Oh, excuse me, Jesus. <laughs> You're excused. Yeah. The rain, uh, not the rain. Sorry, the gulls are currently third in points percentage in the division. Nineteen three and zero record, good for thirty eight points there. Uh, in terms of just raw points, they are second with thirty eight, um, two behind the Henderson Silver Knights. But we've played oh shit, like six more games than them. So, <laughs> damn. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else did I have here? Upcoming games are against the San Jose Barracuda Tuesday and Wednesday and against the Henderson Silver Knights Saturday, Sunday. So those will be some good, important divisional games on the weekend. Um, and hopefully we can get a couple extra wins out of San Jose there. Um, last thing I had was Zegris. So this season, 8, 8, and 16 uh, eight goals, eight assists, sorry, for 16 points in 13 games. Since getting sent back down, he's played five games. Um, and in those, he's got four goals, three assists, and seven points, including a, I think it was a four-point night the other day. Yep. Yep. Against Ontario, uh, two, two goals, two assists, seven shots, plus one. Can't complain about that. So you're telling me he's good. A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. he's uh, and, and he's still seventh on the team in points, too, with those 16. Obviously, everyone else has played quite a, a bit. more games. Uh, quite, a bit, quite a few more games, yeah. Um, oh. But yeah, Podorowski's leading the team, 31 points in 32 games still. Uh, DeLeo, 25 and 25. Uh, Sam Carrick, 21 and 25. So, it's a, yeah, I mean, everyone's doing well down in San Diego. It's good to see. Yeah, the very farm good. doing well. Yeah. Um, I thought I had something else. Nope. I don't remember what it was now. Okay. <laughs> That's yeah. a common occurrence now on this show is <laughs> I forget what I was going to say. <laughs> Every episode, there's something. Yeah. Something. Yep. And I just never remember it again. <laughs> it's it's gone forever. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, last thing here. Uh, 
only upcoming game is Tuesday against LA at 7 Pacific. Uh, this was supposed to be the first of that kind of five-game set, but then the league inserted a game against uh, Vegas on the weekend. But So kind of a preview, I guess, of the now four-game series against LA mm-hmm. to end off the season. So um, I, I don't even know where LA sits in the division. I, I haven't followed them too closely. I just they know that are they're currently- near the bottom. They're currently one spot ahead of us, three points ahead of us, but with three games in hand. In 42 games, they have a 16, 20, and 6 record for 38 points. Okay. And their next game is against Colorado. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, uh, I I always like when, you know, those division rivalries, the the teams are at least close in the standings. Mm -hmm. Because for so many years, Edmonton was like at the bottom, Calgary was at the top, and those games just weren't fun to watch. Um, yeah, and, but then like over the last couple of years, they both kind of been top of the division, so it's been a little bit more exciting. Yeah, um, for sure. So I, I'm glad that LA and Anaheim continue to either always be at the top or always at the bottom, because <laughs> then at least you're on the same playing field and you're you're kind mm-hmm. of playing for the same thing. So yeah, I find it uh, just taking a look at the standings here, like that that fight for that fourth spot could very well go to the very last game. I'm thinking Arizona's holding oh, yeah. it right now with 45 points. Uh, St. Louis is only a point back, but have two games in hand on St. Louis. Uh, mm-hmm. The Sharks are four points back or five points back from Arizona. Sorry, but one game in hand. Um, even Anaheim, though, like obviously we're, I'd be very surprised if we managed to pull this one out of my <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ass with the remaining games. But uh, Anaheim is only five or is only ten points back actually from a playoff spot currently. Yeah. It- so like it's it's still technically possible. We just have to win pretty much every game to even have a chance. Yeah, and, and so. hope for some some losses among those yeah. other teams. But we'll uh, we'll hear within the next week and a half. I think that we've been mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. But at least we weren't the first ones. Buffalo had that honor the uh, the other day against uh, Pittsburgh, a three two mm. loss. Oh well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's always nice to hear. Cool. But uh, I just love the disparity. Then after like fourth spot to uh first is colorado um colorado 64 points arizona in fourth spot 45 (laughs) (laughs) that's a drastic jump (laughs) yeah like there are straight up 29 points separating first and eighth in the division that's that is nuts (laughs) (laughs) that yeah is is that, that that's not normal i don't think Colorado's just been going off. Vegas is only two points back from them, so they're fighting for that first spot. Yeah, uh, Minnesota fifty-seven points. Not so, uh, not so mild this year. No. And uh, yeah, Arizona, St. Louis, and potentially San Jose fighting for that uh, fourth spot there. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd be surprised if San Jose made it, just with how Arizona yeah, and St. Louis are. But um, and if they did, they would possible. be bounced so fucking quickly. <laughs> oh god, they're just they'd get demolished. Yeah. Oh man. Um, you know what? I'm if there's a t- if out of, like out of those three teams, I'd be okay for Arizona to make it. I don't mind them honestly. Yeah, so. I I, I want to see them do well. It's it's easy to cheer for the underdogs because you just kind of yeah. eventually start feeling bad for them. But <laughs> I mean, their front office sucks. But outside of that, um, yeah, yeah, they got some I good want, players. Too. Yeah. And I mean, I want them to continue wearing the Kachinas in the playoffs. Oh yes. Um, I really hope it's because it seems like they're kind of. Oh Jesus Christ! Um, <laughs> my iPad fell. <laughs> um, not off the table or anything like that. It's it, it's fine. We're go- We're all good. Um, what's this saying now? Oh yeah. So yeah, it seems like they're making a push for like the Kachinas to be more the home jersey this season. They wore it oh, a lot yes. more than their. Uh, I guess what was their home jersey? I'm wondering if the white version is coming down the pipe here in the next year or two. That would be sick. Yeah, be so sick. L- I love that the retro stuff is coming back, and I mean, obviously, I want it to happen for the Ducks. At least it happens in some capacity. But mm-hmm. uh, I've seen a lot of fans, uh, and it came around the time of the reverse retro, which like uh, being worn that first time, which I think we're wearing that this weekend against Vegas coming up. I, I think so. Yeah. Um, but just a lot of fans loving just that color palette again. Right. And that sort of thing. And it's, uh, it's just so nice. Well, and even that 25th anniversary Jersey behind you, that's the perfect blend. I think of 
the modern and retro right yeah, you could bring sure. that back as a full time uh make a white version of it i did a concept even of it that mm-hmm. i posted um it could look really good so yeah yeah and then, hell if you really want to bring back some version of wild wing as an alternate again let's go might as well <laughs> why not it's it's not that hated honestly like no it's I, it's it's fine. <laughs> I know it's on the record that I was not really excited about the Wild Wing jersey returning. Yeah. For some reason, though, I think it was just the kind of jade um, base of it. That's what I didn't like because I love yeah. the white version of it. Like, it's nice. I have it. You see me it's wear nice and it. Clean. Yeah. Yeah. It just it it's looks the, good. Yeah. The, as we talked about when it came out, the jade ice just kind of makes it seem like some radioactive pond. But yeah. I mean, at least it tells a story because you got this yeah. massive fucking dog <laughs> jumping out of a radioactive pond. So. Wearing a goalie mask and he's decked out in goalie gear and that sort of thing. Yeah, like, like, like that's the that's an origin story right there. Like you could just yeah. jump right into a show without having any explanation whatsoever. Yeah. And I mean, you could even have a crossover as well if you put that multi-eyed fish from the Simpsons movie in it too. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Crossover event, the mighty the Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, just looking at the time here, I know we uh, tend to stretch out what's quacking for some reason, and uh, we want to be <laughs> we want to wrap this up by two. But should we move on to quack report or not quack report? <laughs> Unplugged. What's quacking? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> so, what do you got for us today? For the sake of uh, saving. Saving on time and that sort of thing. I got a pretty funny tweet here that just it gave me a pretty good laugh. Uh, next week, I think, unless I find something different, there's a drinking game that I found that I want to I want to talk about. Is it one that we can play? I mean, we could if you want to. <laughs> I got nothing to, nothing to do. <laughs> Why not? I, I don't know how much you'd enjoy it. Okay, we'll we'll save that for uh, for the next episode here. Okay. Uh, so this tweet though is from Alex Gaskarth, the uh, singer guitarist of All Time Low. Uh, this was just still saved in my phone, and so it, it worked out at least. So, this so you're telling from, me this is also a quack report unplucked? Yeah, at the same time, yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, God, I was I was laughing so hard at this. This was at the beginning of April here. He had tweeted this out. Uh, he said, peak excitement last night when I had to deduce at 4 a.m. whether it was the edible I took before going to bed or an actual earthquake. Turns out both. Joke's on me. I saw. I thought that was pretty good. Man, that's that's got to be some good shit. If it wakes you up at four in the morning and you think there's an earthquake going on, I mean, I guess there was, but (laughs) my god, there was. uh, Okay, I got a quick earthquake story for you. I wasn't there, unfortunately, but my, I think it was. Wait, you're you're upset that you weren't present for an earthquake? Yeah, honestly, (laughs) it was. uh, You okay? It was, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Okay. Um, that was during a, it was my, my parents and my little sister went on a vacation. I was back working and, uh, they had gone down to, uh, Vegas for a little bit. And, uh, it was just like later in the evening, my sisters wanted to chill out in the hotel room. So my parents decided they were going to go play some of the games downstairs. Right. And, uh, so I guess, there was an earth. Yeah, there's an earthquake that had hit in Las Vegas, or at least that was felt in Las Vegas, pretty hard. And uh, my what my sister had thought though, because she woke up to it, she thought it was my parents had come into the room and s- started shaking the bed on her, like as <laughs> she was sleeping, and then realized parents aren't here <laughs> so <laughs> she was a little freaked out by that to say the least but that's terrifying uh, that was, my first thought pretty... honestly would be ghosts are having sex on my bed <laughs> <laughs> it's the ghost of elvis and who <laughs> <laughs> oh but uh yeah they were telling me that story later that uh or i guess that next day um i thought that was pretty funny i got a pretty good laugh out of that one <laughs> Yeah, Ugh. I mean, it's uh, I guess if no one gets hurt in the story, you can laugh about it. So yeah, exactly. It's good. <laughs> um, anything else you want to bring up here, ducks related or or otherwise? I got nothing for you, bud. I'm you just got, uh, ready to go watch some hockey. You got a score prediction for today's game? 
Oh, last one was four nothing. Let's go five nothing. <laughs> no, Real okay. optimistic I'll, here. <laughs> I'll, I'll be a little more optimistic. Oh, five one. We're okay. gonna at least get a goal. So okay. Um, I don't know who's starting for Vegas. I'm guessing it's Robin Leonard again, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure either. I can. Look it up real quick because yeah. I got them on my fantasy team. There, um, uh, I was seeing both Vegas and Anaheim uh, player or just fans on Twitter uh, saying the other night, imagine if Hayden Flurry had scored on Robin Lanner and just the memes that would have come out of that given the whole goalie situation that started yeah. last season with, you know, Mark andre Flurry and uh, Robin Lanner. So yeah, it's like, oh, imagine the memes that could have come out from that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is Flurry starting tonight. So. Oh, there you or go. Or this oh, afternoon, fl- I guess. Flur- Flurry scores on Flurry? Ooh. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> oh. Marc-Andre Flurry goes around, deeks through Hayden Flurry and scores. <laughs> perfect. He pulls the Patrick Waugh and Wayne Gretzky at center ice. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Let's go. <laughs> oh, okay, maybe 5-2 then. 5-2, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I think uh, I'm going to be optimistic. I think there's no way that the Ducks allow themselves to be this embarrassed again. Um, I, I think they put together a solid game, but fall short 3-2 loss. Now you say that, bud. <laughs> <laughs> I like to, I like to believe. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Like yeah. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll, uh, you know what? I'll go four, two, actually. It's a, at okay. least more respect. We've gone from five, nothing to five, one to, yeah, to <laughs> five, two to four, two. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I do agree. They normally have a bounce back game and that sort of thing. This is what that was one of the rare times I think that we saw the other team actually play that much better than us and us not play up to it. So mm-hmm. um, I'm a bit more confident, but I don't see a, a win for us, unfortunately. I don't know if I like. Obviously, it's fun to win, but I don't know if I want to see us win for the rest of the season. <laughs> as bad as that sounds, but. At this point, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm on the I'm on the tank I'm on the tank train. So <laughs> you know we can lose to Vegas the rest of the season. Let's just beat LA. Honestly, in the series, let's just go three and two, and yeah, let's let's call her call her there. <laughs> that that'd yeah, be fine enough. enough. I'm good with that. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's it. So. Nate, where can they uh, where can they tweet at you about their edible slash earthquake stories? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Tate Nomas, T-A-T-E-N-H-O-M-A-S. You can also interact with him on uh, Twitter at Quack Report Pod uh, and Instagram as well as TikTok at the same handle there. And you can follow the entire network at HockeyPodNet. Going back to the Broadway Boys promo, you can follow them at Broadway Boys Pod. And you can follow myself at Carter underscore Pots, P-O-T-T-S underscore 97. Go Ducks Go. See you Thursday.